Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. Hi, this is Jay Billis of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. Another edition of the ML Sports Platter all over the major platforms. Hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports. We are brought to you by Stanley Law Offices, the Vince Aguirre Consulting Group, Burn Dairy, and Elevate Fitness of Syracuse. Make sure you get your membership now for 2022. Boy, that place is incredible, man. They've got all the great weights and machines and the pool and the tub and classes. Two tremendous locations in central New York, DeWitt and Liverpool. Elevate Fitness of Syracuse is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Quick tip of the cap, thank you as well to the Swan and Whitaker families, as well as Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay for their support of the program. Let's preview week 17 in the NFL. We start in Buffalo. The Bills are favored by 14 and a half points. That that seems a little high to me. <laughs> you know, I, I can see the Bills, you know, winning by double digits, but 14 and a half, <clears throat> that line seems rather large, even with the convincing double digit win that they had in New, uh, in New England at Foxborough this past week, but you know, Vegas knows something that maybe we don't. Um, it's mind boggling to me, um, how, uh, right they are most of the time. Um, you know, Stefan Diggs, Isaiah McKenzie, we'll see, you know, what happens with the Corona protocols and all the rest. But if the bills have that same offense that they did against new England, I'd be fine with it as a Buffalo fan. I mean, uh, they seem to to move better and create more space, and they just look more active, and they move the ball uh, even better with the likes of McKenzie out there uh, and others. Now, look, I would love to have Gabe Davis back in that situation to get targeted more than Emmanuel Sanders, but um, <clears throat> even if he's not back, I think the Bills will be in okay shape. And, and I think the name of the game here for the Bills, again, throw the heck out of it. Atlanta's secondary is atrocious. You've got the advantage across the board, especially with Stephon Diggs. Work in the run. Don't change anything. Get after it offensively. Score some touchdowns and, and get an early lead. And then, you know, kind of let the defense take over against a, a veteran in Matt Ryan. Uh, the Falcons' offensive line is shaky, uh, so the Bills' defense could maybe take advantage of that uh, as well. Uh, clearly, there's, uh, you know, one one guy you need to really pay attention to, and that is Kyle Pitts. I mean, he's the absolute A number one target for the Bills. Uh, don't be surprised to see some double teams. This Falcons team has been kind of ravaged by, um, <clears throat> you know, losing people for one reason or another. Calvin Ridley steps away with his um, to take care of mental health. Julio Jones was traded. Um, you know, I, I thought going into this year with a new GM and a new head coach in Arthur Smith, I thought maybe this year the Falcons would say, all right, just screw it. Let's just start over. They didn't do that. They fought through somehow to a seven and eight record, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And somehow they've managed a five and three road record. So uh, the Falcons are a team that, <clears throat> once in a great while, they can surprise you 
The Bills can't look past them. They need to win this game. They need to win out. They need to beat the Falcons and the Jets. If the Bills win this game, they're going to be in great shape because I just don't see any way the Jets are coming into Buffalo to beat them, uh, <clears throat> you know, with the division on the line. I'm going to take the Bills in this game, but not by 14 and a half, 15 points. I'm going to take them uh, 34 to 26. I think the Falcons will be able to score some points. I think Pitts is super dangerous. Uh, look for Atlanta to try and establish the run early uh, in this one as well. Giants at the Bears. Soldier Field, away we go here. This is some tremendous stuff <clears throat> with the Bears last week beating Seattle. We'll see if they can keep some momentum going against a dreadful Giants team. The Bears are favored by six. I'm going to pick them by double that, uh, a little bit over double that, 33-20. to 20. Give me the Bears over the Giants. The Glennon offense has not done anything for the Giants. And I've said it for a long time. This franchise is such a mess in every way, shape, and form. Offense, defense, special teams. They don't have weapons on either side of the ball. It's a mess right now for the New York football Giants. And, you know, look, that's a proud franchise. That's a trademark franchise. That's a huge market. Um, and they're just they're just horrendous. I mean, they really are. They've drafted poorly for several years in a row now. Uh, Saquon Bar Barkley, when he's healthy, uh, can be an all-world talent, but you really never should take a running back that high. Um, you know, you need to take uh, cornerstone uh, franchise linemen, quarterbacks, uh, 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 game-changing wide receivers, game-changing edge rushers, but never do you take a running back that high. I mean, this isn't 1988 anymore. I mean, you have a situation where you can, you know, find guys uh, as you go on. Look at, you know, the next man up situation with, you know, the 49ers, for example. They had Elijah Mitchell rolling for a while, and now, you know, and then he's out, and they go right to Wilson Jr. Um, <clears throat> so, the Giants are just are just really, really, really putrid. And, you know, they're going to fire the GM but keep the head coach. Doesn't make any sense. Um, you know, and and I just, I, I'm not sure there's light at the end of the tunnel for the Giants anytime soon. Um, so give me the Bears in that when they're favored again by six. Bengals home for the Chiefs. This game, to me, is probably as I quickly scan... Yeah, this is probably the game of the week for me because I'm intrigued to see if a Cincinnati Bengal team that holds the cards to win the AFC North, can they beat the best team in the AFC? Can they beat the second best team in the NFL for my money? Can they beat the team that will likely host throughout the postseason at Arrowhead Stadium? Now look, this game is incredibly important because if the Bengals win, they'll be 10-6 and six and that'll be uh, an 11-5 mark for the Kansas City Chiefs. If if Cincinnati somehow wins the, the next two games and Kansas City loses the last couple of games, hey, don't look now, but if the Bengals have the best record in the AFC, along with Kansas City, <clears throat> they would hold the head-to-head. -head. This game is enormous for Cincinnati uh, in more ways than one, and, and obviously if the Bills went out, they would also have... Uh, you know, a, a record of, of uh, 11 and 6. Um, they do have the tiebreak over the Chiefs. They don't against the Titans, though. And Tennessee plays Miami on a short week. I'll get to that game next. Uh, the Chiefs are favored by 5. Really, the question is, is Cincinnati ready to take the next step as an organization on the biggest stage against one of the biggest team teams in the league, against one of the best coaches, quarterbacks that, that the league has, offensive weapons galore, the Chiefs' defense has been playing stout. I mean, Honey Badger's all over the place. The linebackers are cruising. 
They've got the defensive pass rushes rocking and rolling. <clears throat> the Chiefs right now are a force to be reckoned with. Mm, this game is really hard to pick. It really is. I think the key to this game is Cincinnati not turning the ball over, trying to get a short field somehow, some way, through turnovers of their own or special teams or whatever, um, you know, and then establishing the run. Because off of the run, Burrow can really, really be a masterful player. He's already pretty darn good. But with the play action, it's just an added element for more time for him to hit T. Higgins, for him to hit Jamar Chase. Uh, Joe Mixon, if he can get it going... Look out. I think the Bengals can win this game. I'm not going to pick against the Chiefs, but I could see Cincinnati winning the game. Give me the Chiefs really, really close, 34-31 to in Cincinnati. ML Sports Platter brought to you by Burn Dairy, Welch & Company Jewelers, and our great friend Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual, New York State. Tax-efficient retirement planning today with Brian. Head on over to the website, advisors.massmutual.com, and see what financial plans await you Today with Brian Conboy of Mass Mutual New York State, the official financial advisor of the ML Sports Platter. Dolphins have won seven in a row. Unbelievable. They are on fire. They just won Monday Night Football against the Saints. Uh, Tua Viola, Jalen Waddell, Gaskin, Gasecki. Uh, these guys right now are playing at a very high level and they're playing extremely confident football. The question becomes in this game... Who wins the one-on-one -on -one battle, right? A.J. Brown for the Titans has been back. Who wins that one-on-one -on -one battle with the matchup? And who is on A.J. Brown? Is Byron Jones or Xavier Howard on A.J. Brown? I assume that maybe they'll flip a little bit, um, but that's going to be a huge matchup for me. Miami has to lose sometime, right? I mean, they really do. So I'm going to take Tennessee in this game, but boy, is that a confident group right now in the Miami Dolphins, a team that's won seven in a row uh, in the playoffs picture right now if the season ended after 15 weeks, which it doesn't. Um, <clears throat> Tennessee favored by three and a half. I think it's closer than that. I'm going to go 30-28. The Titans take care of business over the Miami Dolphins. Raiders are at the Colts. Just came down uh, some news as I record this. I'm going to try to pull up the athletic app here uh, in real time um, to see what the deal is with Carson Wentz. But uh, it appears as though uh, there's some problems with Wentz and the coronavirus. Um, Wentz has tested positive, and the Colts now have a decision to make. Um, reading right from Zach Kiefer's report, uh, the Colts placed Carson Wentz on the reserve COVID list on Tuesday. Uh, which is when we're recording this, and, and that'll be obviously a situation where they will likely be without their starting quarterback for 10 days, including Sunday's Week 17 game uh, against the Raiders. Um, <clears throat> so we'll see what happens here. The report continues on while the league reportedly is working through possible changes to its COVID protocols, including the possibility of reducing the number of days an unvaccinated asymptomatic player must isolate from 10 to 5. This is a situation the Colts had to know was on the doorstep. The virus has swept its way through the team's locker room of late, sidelining some of the team's best players, including linebacker Darius Leonard, left guard Quentin Nelson, and on Monday, right tackle Braden Smith. Um, so let's see what happens now. You know, it's Wentz now. He's the most irreplaceable player on the roster uh, other than Jonathan Taylor. Uh, and due to the position he plays and the team's lack of depth at the QB spot, we pretty much know this right now. Uh, so we'll have to see right now. Now it's decision time for the Colts. Carson Wentz 
pretty much out against the Raiders. Uh, that's a huge, huge, huge problem for the Colts, uh, a team that right now is in the playoff picture, a team that would like to try and, you know, win the last couple of games and get a break with a Tennessee loss, um, you know, uh, two losses because the Titans have beaten them twice, so they get the tiebreaker. Um, I think somehow, some way, the Colts still find a way to win this game. I don't know how they're going to do it, uh, but they have Jonathan Taylor still, and if he runs and runs wild against a Raiders defense, it's very suspect against the run. Uh, the quarterback play is just, you know, a manager. That's all there there is to it. I think it's a low-scoring, physical, pounded-out game for the Colts at home. Raiders are also traveling across the country. I'm going to take the Colts in this game 23-16, to uh, even without Carson Wentz. The Colts-Raiders uh, game here, according to this that I'm looking at, does not have a line. Jaguars are at the Patriots. New England is favored by 15 and a half. I think they win by 16 points. I'm going to go 36 to 20. Um, it'll be a rebound game for them after losing to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, New England, I think, has a very good opportunity to win the last two games of the season. Uh, so the Bills have really got to you know, step their game up and win the last two because New England ain't going anywhere. They're going to rebound big in this game. Harris on the ground. Uh, you know, Jacoby Myers through the air has been very impressive. I think Mac Jones will work some play action and expect Trevor Lawrence to turn the ball over a ton against a Patriot defense that's going to be really ticked after last week's game against Buffalo, and I'm sure they're getting worked in practice by Bill Belichick. Buccaneers at the Jets, one really good team and one pitiful team. That's as simple as it gets with this. I'm going to go Buccaneers 36-16 uh, in a blowout. Tampa Bay uh, is uh, favored by 13. I would bet the house. I would bet the kids and I would bet uh, the dog on this one. Eagles at Washington. Boy, the football team has been a disaster the last few weeks. They have fallen apart defensively. They do have nice playmakers. I mean, Gibson and McLaurin and company through the year have, have shown some things. Um, Philadelphia is favored by four, but man, this is a rivalry game. This is a complete toss up to me. Either team could win. The Eagles drub the Giants. They had no other choice. I'm going to take Philadelphia in this game. And, and, you know, the jury's still out on Jalen Hurts. Before this year, I said that this entire year would give us all pretty much an answer as to if you, you move on from Jalen Hurts or if there is some real potential to keep him on the roster and, you know, build around him. And we're only a couple of games away and, 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 and maybe – you know, the postseason from from that decision. No, look, Jalen Hurts, I think, has been pretty darn good this year. I mean, we're dealing with a guy who has over 3,600 yards of total offense uh, from scrimmage, and he has produced 26 touchdowns. I mean, he has 10 touchdowns on the ground, and he's thrown for 16. Now, look, he has nine interceptions. I get it. But I think he's been pretty darn good. Uh, it does help to have Miles Sanders for sure, but could you imagine if you were able to go out and get in free agent, I think Devontae Smith has had a nice year, right? Jalen Hurts has also been fairly durable. He's played 14 games. Um, you know, he was picked in the 2020 draft. He's a winner. He was at Bama. He was at Oklahoma. Uh, has a good head on his shoulders. He handles the media. He handles the Philadelphia backlash. I don't know. I'm getting closer and closer to believing that Jalen Hurts deserves uh, at least another couple of years in that uniform. And uh, I think they're going to go in and beat the football team in our nation's capital, give me the Eagles 27-21. to 21. 
Uh, Eagles, again, favored by four points. Rams at the Ravens. You can't really say enough about the L.A. Rams the last few weeks here. Offensively, they've really looked good and started to get some things together. Sony Michelle, Cooper Cup, Matt Stafford, the, the, the triple threat position there. Uh, and they've added Van Jefferson, replacing Robert Woods. The offensive line has been blocking really, really well for Stafford as well. And again, that's an opportunistic defense with Ramsey and Miller and Aaron Donald. Uh, and they're going into Baltimore again, hostile territory, Baltimore fighting for a playoff spot, Baltimore good at home at five and two Rams good on the road at six and two. The question is who the hell is playing quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens? Uh, regardless of who plays, it seems like Mark Andrews is continuing to get his, but I don't think it'll be enough. I don't know who's going to play. I mean, is it, is it, is it Lamar? Is it going to be Huntley? Is it going to be someone else? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, the Rams, but I think it's close because of the uh, Ravens home field advantage here. I'm going to go 26 to 21. The Rams win it. They are favored by three and a half. Broncos are at the Chargers. And look, if you are not a mad Hornet right now as a member of the Chargers team, I don't know what to tell you. That team lost to Houston last week. That team's in danger of missing the postseason. Keenan Allen had a horrific game. Justin Herbert's got to get his you-know-what together. They have got to go out and win this game. I think they do. Denver is a very inferior team offensively. Defensively, they are pretty good. Here's the thing with Denver. They have got to go out and find a quarterback because, listen, there are probably, I would say, a dozen teams in the NFL that would love to have Javante Williams, Melvin Gordon III, Cortland Sutton at wide receiver, even a Tim Patrick as well, even a Noah Fant as a tight end, and even a developing Jerry Judy at wide receiver. The Denver Broncos, <clears throat> they have a ton of skill guys. They do not have a quarterback. With all due respect to Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke, these guys are not going to be able to get it done. If they can go out and make a play for Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. And look, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I ain't going anywhere because it's the stupidest thing you could ever do. You have an opportunity to win more Super Bowls, right? Just sign the new deal, Packer for life, go after your second, third, fourth Super Bowl, whatever it's going to be by the time you're done, and just end it and be a part of Packer lore. You'll be up on the, the retired numbers someday. There's no reason to leave Green Bay. But if he is an option, Denver, they got to throw the house at, at Green Bay. I'm not saying trade any of these skilled players. Take your entire draft and throw it at, at, at Green Bay for Rodgers if that's what it takes. Because this roster offensively is actually pretty good. Full of playmakers, pretty good guys. Uh, they can stretch the field at times. They just don't have a quarterback to get it to them on a consistent level through the air. And then the ground game really is pressured into extending the chains. But eventually you need the third and seven play. And that's where Mahomes comes in and Russell Wilson comes in and Rodgers comes in and Josh Allen comes in. They need to get a quarterback for this roster. The offensive uh, firepower is there. They have players. There is absolutely no question about it that this team is capable of scoring a ton of points. And, and defensively, they don't have a lot of superstar names, even though I think Patrick Sertain is going to be, well, he's basically a superstar now. Um, I think he's going to be a bonafide top five corner in a year or two. I think he's that good. He might even be there now. <clears throat> just a collection of really good corners, really good safeties, guys who stay at home, uh, good tackling club, uh, really good fundamentals. Uh, this team has also this season collected uh, uh, 35 sacks uh, on the year. I mean, that seems pretty high. I don't know where that ranks um, in the NFL, but good God. I mean, Denver, they have a roster. They're similar to Cleveland. <clears throat> I said this at the beginning of the year. There are certain teams in the NFL that have a very, very nice roster, 
and they just don't have the most important position. I'm going to take the LA Chargers in this game. They're favored by five and a half. Give me the Chargers by seven, 27 to 20. Texans are at the 49ers. This should be a total roll job. Uh, the 49ers should be hungry and ready. Um, you know, they, they obviously lost to the Titans on Thursday night football. They need to win this game against an inferior opponent. Keep those playoff hopes alive. They are favored by 12 and a half. I'm going to take them by well over that 41 to 17. Give me the 49ers way too much ground game, way too much Debo Samuel, way too much 49er play here. Now here's the question. Jimmy Garoppolo has got that broken thumb and some issues going on there. Does he play through it? Is it Trey Lance time? I don't know. If no Jimmy, I would probably say that the 49ers can't score in the upper 30s or low 40s in my prediction uh, in my predictive case. Uh, let's move on. Cardinals at the Cowboys. I mean, isn't this kind of, you know, do or die time for the Cardinals? I mean, they they may make the playoffs here and and, and turn some things around uh, in the postseason, but everybody's looking at the Cardinals right now like, hey, uh, you need you need a really good win. Uh, this would be it. Dallas is favored by five and a half. I'm taking Dallas in this game, thirty to twenty four. The way the Cowboys are playing in this football game, power, 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 power on offense. They are a juggernaut with Prescott, Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, Ezekiel Elliott, Pollard. They are so hard to slow down, and the offensive line gives them a ton of time to do things, um, gives Dak time to get back there and operate, which then allows your receivers that are so good in zone, so good at man, uh, to be able to get open. Uh, they have elite skill players on this Cowboy team on both sides of the ball, and uh, defensively, they're one of the best in the league. Micah Parsons and company, they've been dominating all year. I'm going to take Dallas in this game by that margin, 30-24. to 24. Again, Dallas is favored by 5.5. Panthers are at the Saints. Hard game, toss-up game. Uh, could see this game going either way. I have no idea, so I'll take the home team, the Saints. They're favored by 6.5. Give me New Orleans by 3, 19-16. Lions are at the Seahawks. Seahawks want a rebound game. Russell Wilson, is this one of his last couple of games in a Seahawk uniform? I'll take Seattle at home with the travel uh, and, and all the rest, and, and, and obviously the, the, the big factor being Russell Wilson. But, man, the Seahawks, they looked horrible in that loss to the Bears. I'll, I'll take Seattle, though, in this game, 20-17. to 17. They are favored by seven points. Vikings at the Packers. This is a blowout situation, in my opinion. The Vikings have lost their opportunity already. You know, they have had one after another after another and have not closed the deal. This is a 7-8 football team. The way Kirk Cousins has, has played this year, they should be a playoff team, but their defense has let them down, which is unbelievable with Mike Zimmer. He's a terrible game manager. I don't know as if he's a, a really good head coach. I, I think he's probably an average or below average head coach uh, who, who just doesn't get it. I think he'd be better as a defensive coordinator. Uh, if I were the Vikings, I would fire him, and I would go hire an offensive mind. Uh, and tell him, hey, we want you as our D coordinator, and if he doesn't say yes to that, then get rid of him and, and bring somebody else in. But that defense has let them down this year. They've had Jefferson, they've had Delvin Cook, they've had Kirk Cousins. This team should be a playoff team. I think they're going to go into Lambeau and get smoked. Give me the Green Bay Packers, 38-17 to in this game. Green Bay is 7-0 and at home, 12-3 and overall. They improved to 8-0 at home and 13-3 and overall. Finally, the Cleveland Browns. My goodness, a team that's outplayed plenty of people, but they have Baker Mayfield throwing multiple interceptions. They're going to go into Pittsburgh, and I'm going to pick the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers have a little bit of a playoff pulse here, 7-7-1. Seven, seven, and one. That tie to the Lions could come back and bite them. But I don't trust Baker Mayfield, man. I don't trust him ever, but especially late in the year. Establish a ground game if you're one of these two teams. 
work off the play action, get a turnover or two, and win third down and, and, and special teams. That's what it's going to take. That's the AFC North story. Pittsburgh wins it here 23-16. to 16. So there's my Week 17 NFL preview. Thanks for listening to the ML Sports Platter. We are brought to you by Bryant and Stratton College of Syracuse. Two and four-year degrees are starting right now, so make sure you sign up at bryantstratton.edu. Two great, great campus locations in central New York um, on James Street and Route 57 in Liverpool, bryantstratton.edu. We are also brought to you by Stumble and Monkey Brewing Company, Axe Exotic Pets, Rosie's Corner, and your State Farm agent, Matt Graham. Get a free rate quote today with Matt Graham, syracuseinsuranceagent.com. If you need some car insurance, you need it in the home form or life form, bank, health, and business, Matt Graham can help you out. Ask for that free rate quote today if you're in and around the great state of New York. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.